Welcome back. Welcome in to the Lion Share Podcast. Episode 49. We're back and we're back in season two of the Lion Share. This is the official start of season two. And we are on the cusp of March Madness, on the cusp of the official start of the 2023 year in the NFL. Starts tomorrow, Monday, March 13th. The official start. We're going to have free agency officially opening on Wednesday. Tampering period opens tomorrow. And then it's the NFL draft in about a month and a half. So things are really going to be heating up. We got news right before we started this with Jalen Ramsey. Um, The bombshells are starting to fall um, all over the place and will continue to do so over the next month as we really get into free agency. Um, We've got March Madness selection show starting in a couple hours. Great time of the year. One of my favorite times of the year. Uh, We're going to talk free agency. We're going to talk the draft. We're going to talk about everything that's transpired um, since we last talked to you all. We've got some new cover art. Tommy pulled it out. He has some new official season two cover art. It looks great. Everything is on the up and up in season two. It's all about improving in season two for us here in the Lions share, as well as the Lions and their franchise. We're back as always with Andrew on the other end. And of course, Mitch from Fort Wayne, fresh from Chicago. Fresh from Chicago, and the buzz for the number one trade is non-existent because they don't care about football, bad football town. Okay, so so that's a big proclamation right there. You're calling Chicago a bad sports town. In every way possible, yeah. Wow. Okay, well, are they maybe feeling slighted because their team's moving out of the city? I don't think that's been made official yet. I think they're feeling slighted because they suck. <laughs> Sounds like they can't get out quick enough. Arlington Heights, I believe, is the name of the suburb. It's going to be a, a lot bigger, a lot nicer stadium, I'm sure, than Soldier Field. Um, Andrew, remember the trivia you threw, threw out to the shareholders months, many months ago? What was that? It was the two oldest stadiums in the NFL. They're both in the NFC North. Is that correct, right? Yeah, what was it? If memory uh, serves. Uh, Soldier and Lambeau? Yeah, so I think they were about a, both about 100 years old, right? Something like that. 1920 like rings a bell. 37. Okay, that's a big difference. So Yeah, it is. Hmm. Yeah, I can't right. be right. That's for, no, I can't be. Um, yeah, so so one of those teams, the NFC North, gonna going to lose the title of oldest stadiums. That leaves Lambeau and um, just a few others that are sticking it out. Everything else is new age um, as they try to attract new folks into those stadiums. So 52, 42. Lambeau. Yeah, Lambo opened in '57. I'm I'm seeing on oh. here. Mm-hmm. Wow, so I was way off with 100 years. So that's all right. Got a seven right. Too many too many seltzers at the pool. We're gonna we're gonna draw that up as that. Sick How about right. that? Thanks. Yeah, it was 90 degrees here yesterday. <clears throat> UV index of nine today, folks. It's good tan and weather out here in Texas. Does it? By the way, just one question about Chicago: is the is the river green officially already? Yeah, yesterday, and it, it's that was like the point of the trip was to go see them die the river, which happens at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, no chance if you don't get down there at, I would say, 8.30 in the morning, you're not going to see it live, but um, we, did get, we did get close enough to the river that it's, you can, it's like neon green, and I think it stays like that for a few days. Oh, yeah, it's got to it's last a little while. 
Um, I've always wanted to be there for that. Midwest, St. Patrick's Day in the Midwest is just, it's completely different. It's kind of like the official start of spring in the Midwest. You, you're, you're on the cusp of some nice weather. Down here, they just don't really celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It's not like that. It's not like it is in the Midwest. It's crazy. It was wild. It, it was an experience. I think if you are, if you're going to go with the intent to live like you're 21 years old, go, go see the river dyed green. Cause they are all in and the streets are packed with people. Yeah. People make two weekends out of it too. Even though it, we're still like five days away from it, people are out in full force. Even if they're Irish or not, it doesn't matter. People love St. Patrick's day. And, um, did you or did you not consume any white Russians this weekend? No white Russians for me. Just, uh, gosh, what did I? I think I mixed it up a little bit, but mostly just stuck with the beer, to be honest with you. I did one uh, for those who are familiar with Chicago and Federales, which is nothing but trouble. Uh, did have one tequila old fashioned. That's about as that's about as dangerous as I got. Uh, other than that, just stuck to the stuck to God's chosen elixir and kept kept on beer. That's fair, Andrew. Griffin's game. Yeah, I heard you won a t-shirt. You've grabbed a t-shirt, but magnetized. Okay, but what's the end of the story? Well, it's, she didn't make the trip home. A uh, little kid wanted it. That's what oh. you do. You donate them to little children. Psych. I was keeping that thing for myself. I just got too drunk and left it at the bar. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I thought you were actually were. <laughs> I thought, I thought you actually did give it to a child. And I was going to ask. Well, I wish. Usually, I wish I was that good. Usually they're like size extra large because they just want to like make sure anybody can fit into it. And um, I was going to say, well, that kid's probably not going to be able to wear that. But okay, yeah, that 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 sounds more on brand for you. Yeah, I think it was a large. So who knows? It probably would have been, you know, skin tight, <laughs> airtight. Oh, baby. Don't yeah. tease me. We'll keep those discussions for another time. Um, as I said, free agency starts. Oh, we've got one big announcement. Tommy's in my ear right now. One big announcement. Um, I'm hope he's, I hope he's okay with us saying this. But on draft night, number one, Thursday, I believe April 27th, we're going to have the official, the inaugural line share live stream. We're going to be live for night one of the draft. Uh, of course, the Lions have two picks as it's slated right now, so it's going to be a big night for them um, in in building their future. So we're going to be live for night one, day two and three. <laughs> You're not going to catch us out. Um, but night one, we'll be on. Um, and Andrew's going to join us, it sounds like. And I haven't. this is the first I've mentioned it to Mitch, so let's get his live reaction. Would you be committed to a night one stream uh, across many platforms? I think I would be down night. with that. Yeah, it's a Thursday night, you said, so I can't imagine anything crazy. Uh, I mean, especially round one, you think we're gonna lines are gonna be into it pretty, pretty early, um, and then I mean six and eighteen. So you're thinking probably first thirty minutes, and then maybe another thirty, forty or so go by. So yeah, I'd be down for that Thursday. The what? Uh, did I may, did I, I may have said it wrong, but I, I, the, the number I had in my head was April 27th. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. And, and don't forget, this is a, uh, a pregame warm up round for 24's draft where hopefully, uh, 
we can all be live and in person for this draft in Detroit City, baby. Detroit City would never be the same if we were all three together for that humble day. Would be awesome. I'm hoping we just get uh, more shareholders there. That's what it's about. We need to be boring though because they're going to be drafting so late. Oh yeah, probably number thirty, thirty-two, maybe even. If we we can hope, right? Ooh, don't tickle my bones. Uh, yeah. Uh, in downtown Detroit, April. Yeah, yeah. I could spring a. I could spring a trip in April. It's it's getting warm enough for me in April. At that point, I you think get it, the Easter trip in. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know when Easter falls that year, but it, it might be a combined trip. I don't Side think Easter's rant. ever that late. Why does Easter? Why is Easter allowed to change? Why? Why is it not the same like cadence as? Thanksgiving, second Sunday of every April. How? Why we take it up with the church? Yeah, sounds like you need to um, wisen up on the uh, the Old and New Testament. We're about to talk about the only the only gospel that matters every Sunday during the fall. NFL football, baby, and we're so missing it. Last night I was at the bar and they were playing replays uh, on the NFL Network and had the Giants versus the Vikings, and it just reminded me. How bad the Vikings were. It's hilarious. They had they thought they had such a good thing going, and then they just were crushed. And so that made me very happy. Just sounds the like you're drinking that, a lot, Ben. Uh, no. Last night, no. today. Will there be booze involved in April? It's just a lot. So, so there'll be booze involved on draft night because Friday is an official Texas holiday um, for Battle of Flowers. Well, San Antonio holiday. So I have, I have the Friday after the draft over or off. Yeah. It's a big deal. Anyway. So you just you just want us to work overtime. <laughs> Amen, brother. Hey, Tom. Yeah. You guys don't have anything going on, right? Nope. Nah. Okay. Yeah. So catch us live on that night. Um, we'll give you more details as, as we have more episodes. We have a couple of episodes before the draft, of course. But... We've got a Twitch page set up. We've got a YouTube set up. We've got an Instagram set up. Uh, we're going to try to, if Tommy can handle it, we're going to try to go live through Twitch and YouTube and maybe even Facebook to a three-way stream. Um, but at the very least, we'll be live on one of those, Twitch and um, YouTube. So it's going to be a fun night. Uh, I think the live reactions are going to be great um, because it's it, a lot of implications right on this draft. Um, so we'll talk about the draft and what we're thinking for the Lions in this episode. We'll also talk about free agency. Um, let's start with the big news of the day. We have Jalen Ramsey heading to the Dolphins. Uh, Andrew and I talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it with you, Mitch, but um, when this when the rumblings were starting in the end of last year uh, that he was probably going to go somewhere, uh, obviously the connection with Brad Holmes and his uh, time with the Rams a lot of people were thinking that Detroit would be a landing spot for him, um, and it was in the top three, it sounded like. But Miami ultimately gets the deal. They get him for just a third rounder and a uh, hundred long, the tight end. Um, so in my book, uh, I, I think the Dolphins get a great deal here. Obviously, they're going to take that contract and the money that he's going to be wanting. So that's the downside to it um, is Jalen's going to get paid. But... Um, all in all, I thought that was a good deal for, for the Dolphins who need to shore up their defense. Uh, we know how prolific the offense is, especially when Tua is playing and not concuss. Um, but this is going to really shore up their defense. They got a couple guys last year 
um, through free agency. And this is another guy through free agency or through trades. Um, so Miami's kind of selling out, kind of doing what uh, other teams have done, trying to go for Super Bowl or bust. I'm going to double uh, double address that. So I do think Jalen Ramsey changes the shape of the Miami Dolphins. They obviously also just kind of bought in on Tua. They picked him up, um, picked up his option. So they're obviously comfortable with Tua, or they think he's at least the guy um, at that price that can take him to the next level. But to follow that up with Jalen Ramsey, I think uh, does set the tone for what they think their team can be. Obviously, as you said, their defense was – kind of doo-doo splats last year, um, and they were just super, super streaky. I think there was um, kind of a counter to be like win four, lose four, win four, lose four. So uh, I do think Jalen Ramsey at this point is a veteran, shores up the de- – not shores up the defense, but vastly improves the defense. Uh, I think for the Lions' sake, I would not have been upset about it. I don't know off the top of my head what Jalen Ramsey's salary is. Did you just say it by chance? No, I, I didn't okay, see so it. I mean, we could look it up, but I think in my mind, I was Jalen Ramsey's very loud. So, again, if you're trying to get the we, not me culture that Brad and um, especially DC have, I don't know if he's a great fit for that. Obviously, a, a super talent. Um, but I just think I think I have a preferred person for them to go after in free agency. We'll put, I know put, I, you don't away. have to tell me who that is. Take that away for later. So, yeah, I have a preferred person that I think addresses the secondary need. And then, um, you know, the draft is going to fall where it does. But I wouldn't have been upset about it. Not even not even close to upset because I think they do need that stud playmaker in the secondary. So I'll just say this and I'll let you go, Andrew. Um, it's it's around 20 million dollars for him right now for Ramsey. Um, and then I think he's, uh, I think he's, when did he signed a five year, 100 million with the Rams? Um, I believe that was what 25 million signing bonus. Yep. 25, so he's 17 million next year. And so it's a 17 million cap hit, dead cap value 12.5. So little pricey for me. Like that's, I mean, literally as much as you're going to pay for a cornerback. So, um, I think they have. Too many needs on defense to spend it all on corner. Yeah. Andrew? I I agree. I mean, we're talking about not possibly losing Jamal because, you know, he's going to need $9 million. And we're going to, and then we're going to talk about giving Ramsey the absolute bag when we have other positions that also need to be addressed, linebacker included. I mean, for Miami, it sures up. Uh, what the Lions didn't want to do with them last season, which was track type games, which was every game for them this season when Tua played was score as many points as possible because their defense is going to give up a ton of points too. So that helps them. I mean, it's a real shame that we didn't get a top tier, but there's still more veteran quarterbacks. Um, I'm I'm very interested to see what, what Mitchell has to say. Oh, we know um, what that's going to be his target man here, but you just, I mean, honestly, you can go get a good one. You can get a, an, an okay one as long as they can all play together and pass guys off in the secondary. That's more what it is to me. It's more um, chemistry play than anything, but they do need a veteran. That's the big thing. Yeah. Could, uh, young team. More. Young team. We talked about it. The youngest, one of the youngest rosters on the, on the NFL scene. And, uh, I think it was interesting to me is 
the Dolphins went out and got Chubb, Bradley Chubb, that is last year, midseason, right before the trade deadline. And it was really, I mean, I haven't looked at the numbers side to side comparison versus when he was there and when he wasn't. Um, but it didn't seem like their defense got remarkably better with Chubb. And now it seems like they just, they just, they're trying to add more to it. But that's three big signings for them. So they're, they're really spending the money with between Ramsey, Chubb, and Tyreek Hill. They've got a ton of money dedicated to those three guys. Like, a, I don't know what that is off the top of my head, but it's a ton. Um, and so win now or, or forever hold your peace if you're the Dolphins, because you, you got a team now, you got a roster right now uh, across both sides of the ball. Um, for me, I think it's it, it goes back to what Andrew and I talked to um, a couple of months ago, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of episodes ago, which was our initial reaction to Ramsey to Detroit. And we were both on, kind of on the same page, like, no, we don't want him. Um, but as time went on, as I started thinking about it more and more, I kind of got sucked into the Ramsey thing um, to the point where I, I wasn't devastated with the news today, but I was a little bit like, oh, it's kind of hard to see him go somewhere else. Um, but I think it does save them in the long run. And I think you can find better fits for this team. Ramsey's not exactly a perfect fit, like you guys said. So on the other side of things, that opens up free agency for other guys in the secondary and and on defense as a whole. And I'm just going to throw a guess out there, Mitch, but I'm thinking you're, you got your eyes on Mr. Darius big play slay. So I don't. Do you want to know who I'm looking Whoa. at? I, I I think it's going to be a surprise, honestly, because I okay just recently was reading around. And I'm like, oh, okay, um, and I hope I don't butcher the name. Jamil Dean for the Bucks, 26 year old, really good man to man guy. Um, I think drafted 2019, and I I could pull up his stats and give you like more of a to make myself sound like I know what I'm talking about. Um, but really good man coverage skills. And at 26, he's going to get paid. Like he, I think he's, they're still going to have to pay him. And it might be anywhere from 13 to maybe up to 15 million a year, um, which is obviously right there behind Ramsey. Obviously, you're just, you're probably, you're not giving anything up for him like uh, um, the Dolphins had to do. And a veteran that's still young enough to grow with the team and have, I mean, you were drafted in 2019 on the Bucks. You have experience. You have big game playoff experience. And I think if they can address cornerback and free agency, that sets up for a really good draft that has a lot of big fella talent on that defensive side. Yeah, Jamel Dean, uh, six foot one, two oh six. I I think I think I'm I'm just guessing based on the spelling that I'm seeing. Um, out of out of Auburn, originally from Florida, um, yeah, six foot one, two hundred six, cornerback, uh, entering his, his fifth season this year, coming up. Um, yeah, I, I like this guy. Um, I don't know. I, I I admit I don't know much about him as far as I haven't watched a lot of tape on this guy. Um, but seems like a guy that would fit in that in that defense. And as you said, twenty six years old. That's kind of does a fits young him in right. It just fits him in right with everybody else on the team. You know, we've got mm-hmm. a lot of people just under the age of 30 on this Lions roster. So um, kind of fits him in on the same trajectory as a lot of the other guys on that defense and the team just in general. Um, do you, yeah, we'll have you see. heard anything about this guy? Like as far as any teams that are also looking at him? 
It looks like he's a top corner. I mean, everything that I'm reading is teams that teams that need to address corner and don't want to make the huge splash. So Dolphins, now you have to imagine Slay is the number one target for teams with a bunch of cap space or that are in win-now situations. Um, but I think he's going to be up there. He probably, um, I mean, again, he's probably going to get a pretty solid contract, but even if even if we give Jamel Dean $15 million a year, that's still $2 million cheaper a year than Ramsey. And like I said, we're not going to give anything up for him. He's just a free agent. So um, right. I think it might be best. I think it might be best case scenario. Again, I'm being hopeful. Um, and just with with what my hopes are in the draft, uh, but like you know, we'll we'll see. I I think I'd be about it. Six one two oh six. That's a pretty good sized cornerback in today's NFL. Um, I think you shore him up with if you can shore up one side of the field and take some pressure off of Okuda, and just never let Oruwariye see the field except for special teams. We're in a way better spot than we were last year. Oh, side note, they're not resigning him, right? I haven't seen anything. I sure hope not. You would you would think no. not, but I haven't seen anything. Um, Andrew, have you heard this guy, Jamel Dean? I don't have a ton of I mean as long as he's going across from Brady in practice, man, and he's he's defended on that side of the ball, that's good to hear. I was actually just trying to look up some some Vikings players just because all the all the work Brad's done uh with that organization in in division you've seen all the trades they've put together they've got the linebacker we were talking about eric kendricks they got patrick peterson i think he's going to be he's a free agent right now as well he's just kind of a silent guy didn't have a lot of balls thrown on his side of the field so he's kind of went underrated i mean sauce gardner that's what he got praised for all last season and he doesn't look like he's gonna ask for that much uh that's like bottom bottom I would say bottom half tier though. Pat P. Yeah. I mean, he's just a dog. Like he's always been that way. His whole career through Arizona and the Vikings always respected his game. Uh, He is getting up there in age. Um, But if you want to talk veterans, that's like the veteran, right? And if he doesn't want a lot of money and he just wants to, um, you know, get a chance on a third contract or a third team, uh, that's a guy right there. You know, you know, I don't know if they'd want to go in division, but that's a guy. That's all they've done is in division. It's true. They did. They, have, they have made that. It's true. And the draft night trade. Yeah, I mean, you're noticing a trend there, for sure. Um, I, 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 uh, I don't know what the news is on a couple of the other guys from Philly, but Bradbury and um, Gardner Johnson too. Those are two guys that I had my eyes on. I'd be good with um, Bradbury Slate. as well. Yeah, uh, I would. I would really like that. Um, Slay, I think it would just. I think I'm just kind of in love with the storyline, just the fact that he'd be coming back to Detroit and uh, with a new regime, right? I think that's the only thing that. I mean, obviously a great talent too, but uh, I, I just think I'm in love with that storyline, and and what could be, you know, a, a, a storybook ending to his career to have him come back to Detroit and uh, bring bring good fortune to this city to the team. It would be pretty cool to see. I, that would be a wild one for me. I think at the time when he left, I was signing with Patricia, mainly because it all stemmed from, I believe, and I, you don't quote me on this because it's going back a while, but Slay complaining about having to 
having practice outside and having to do sprints in practice. And at the time, I thought I kept thinking, like, dude, just shut up. Seriously, just is this a real thing or a professional athlete here? And now that it's the aftermath of all of that, it's all said and done and we actually have a bright future here. I now know that it's Patricia and I would actually like to see Slay back. Right. And um, Patricia, is he, is he officially going to Philly or he's just rumored to go to Philly as to, to join that defense, not on the cornerback side of things, but to join Shut up. Uh, yeah. What? That's serious. Seriously. Yeah. Andrew oh. just sent me that. Why? For what reason does it? Why does he? Is he anything but an assistant <laughs> to like clean he's, up his hats? He's for he's for all he's always going to be remembered for his time in New England, and that's what people think of when they, that's what they associate him with. They don't you they don't associate all the, the bad things with him. My us. leg. No, no, it's a real thing. He was going to join that defense. Not he wouldn't be coaching Slay anymore. You'd be uh, thinks the linebackers are. Um, D D line. Patricia will um, not become the Eagles' new linebackers coach. Shit, shit. Andrew's sending me fake news once again. I mean, looks it's like just that just broke. Yeah, looks, that just, was just two days ago. They hired somebody else, and then you've got wow. the Boston Globe. Could have been two minutes that ago. Patricia deserves better than what he has gotten from the Patriots. How about you eat Stop a bag it. of poop? Who, who wrote that? The Boston I need, I need Globe. They, let's find. Yeah, let's well, find the actual. They made him an. They made him a coordinator for a higher salary. You're welcome. Ben Volan. Ben Volan, we know about you now. We know the kind of person you are. We know you're trash. I'm changing my name on on that accord right there. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so not not going to not going there. I thought maybe that was part of the reason Slay was getting driven out, but uh apparently not. I I would be open to it, but we'll see what happens. Um We've got a lot of other things that have transpired. Uh, Andrew, you touched on it. Jamal Williams, several other teams interested. The Jets being one of them. The Panthers, that's the one that scares me the most is because obviously um, uh, Deuce Staley has joined their their coaching staff in the running backs department. Um, so that one seems like the most threatening for to take Jamal from, away from us because of that connection with Deuce. That's the one that scares me the most. Um I, I I just want Jamal back because he's a locker room guy and he brings the talent, of course, too. Um, it would just be it would just be kind of hard to see that guy brought a lot of heart to this team. Uh, I still I still think I see him back in a Lions uniform next year, but that Panthers team scares me because I could I could see Deuce kind of recruiting him in there. That scares me a little bit. I mean, you have to go back to hard knocks on this one too. I mean, all the the energy that he brings to it, the heart and soul he brings, like you say. But even when they said, um, you know, they're getting down to the fifty-three man roster, and I, th- I think it was Craig, where they just kept saying like, we wouldn't be who we are as a team if we if we let Craig go. We got it. We got to sign him. I think that's Jamal, man. You got to sign him. I- but at the same time, with the money that he he deserves, I I would feel bad if he left, you know, for him. I think gut feeling for me on Jamal is he wants to be in Detroit, so I think he'll take a discount. I do, Ben, I tend to agree with you that if he goes somewhere, he'd probably, I mean, Jets because of A-Rod. I don't want to say his full name anymore. Um, so Jets because of A-Rod, because all signs point to that happening. Panthers because of Deuce Staley. 
But I genuinely think he wants to stay in Detroit, and I think it's because of DC. I think he's a way bigger Campbell guy than he is Deuce Staley. Um, so I could I could definitely see him signing with Detroit, and then like within the same week, we'll hear you know turn down one to two whatever million dollars more with the Panthers or the Jets or whoever it is. But I think he wants to stay in Detroit. I think he's passionate about Detroit. He likes. He likes the situation. Uh, at this point, you can truly say you've been a part of the entire rebuild, assuming that what we all think is going to happen and they make a playoff push next year. Like he was here when they were in the gutter still. So I think he's going to end up saying, but we probably will go through a uh, little bit of drama before we get there. Yeah, he's going to he's going to entertain some offers. And it sounds like Kaminsky will as well. Um, but even more through and through guy, Detroit guy, John Kaminsky, he's going to be back. I, I don't see him going anywhere else. It just seems, it just doesn't seem like he fits um, in that side of things. If he does, it's good, good for him. But uh, that guy seems like a Detroit guy. Uh, hope to have him and Jamal back. Um, like you said, Mitch, though, Jamal, um, I could see him taking a, a little bit less to stay in Detroit. Um, but Detroit's going to have to be competitive in their offer to him um, and keep it close and, and in order to uh, retain him. Um, but I think Kaminsky's back 100%. I think Kaminsky's more likely to take less than Jamal. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, in the price of Kaminsky's not going to be very Lower. high. Peanuts in this NFL, right? The yeah. the money that some guys are getting, like um, Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, obviously quarterbacks are the market on quarterbacks. We'll get to that. Um, and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, um, I can't wait real- to hear Andrew talk about Lamar Jackson. I'm going to uh, give me 30 seconds to break down for this. Um, other things in the NFL or in, in the Lions news specifically, uh, a couple of things that happened since we talked. John Fox hired as a defensive consultant. Um, I'm, a, I'm in favor of that 100%. Um, great last name. Uh, and there's one other thing. Uh, that The Lions are obviously looking for cornerbacks and linebackers. That was reported today that uh, that's their emphasis in terms of free agents. Um, and the draft too, but uh, right now looking for guys, veteran guys in the linebacking and cornerback rooms. Um, but they're also looking for backup quarterbacks. One guy mentioned our favorite boy. Um, his name's escaping me. Right, uh, Cooper Rush um, um, has been rumored to be a guy that could come to Detroit as a backup quarterback. Uh, in a in a list of about five, there another one Gardner Minshew. That's a good one. I would I would not be opposed to Gardner Minshew or Cooper Rush being in the backup role uh, for Mr. Jared Goff. Do you have a preference, Cooper? Andrew, I can see Gardner fitting the attitude real nice. Yes, that's the only <laughs> I thing that I, 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 I Cooper Rush Cooper has though. got. Cooper Rush has got more of the intangibles. Gardner's got more of the culture to fit here. I like Cooper. That's, I think Cooper would be a good story, but yeah, I, I can definitely see DC and Gardner Minshew becoming very fast friends. I would need another oh, version of Hard Knocks if that happened. They're gonna have like matching dip spitters. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I can see that as like a Christmas gift. If they Forgot did Hard Knocks, matching dip spits. If they did Hard Knocks with those two, they'd be out on a boat somewhere, just just fishing. And it'd be like we ain't only fishing because that's there's so much more than just fishing that's going on there. That's what I'm. That's the way I envision it. Uh, I would welcome any. I, honestly, uh, anybody, anybody as a backup quarterback over over what we've got right now. With uh, can uh, you imagine? Can you imagine uh, him doing the Nick Foles job except for the Philly job at 
in Detroit. We have Jared Goff all season, and then Gardner Minshew comes over in the playoffs and just wins us a Super Bowl. Awesome. <laughs> is, he, is he still? He was living in an RV or something at one point, wasn't he? I I mean, it's not uncommon for Detroit uh, franchise. I believe that was a Tigers pitcher was living in like a Walmart parking lot. I was, I was just going to ask you that, Andrew. Th- throwback to when we took like a what? We took like a tour bus to a Tigers game and sat the. I think we sat on the do deck. So major throwback. Who was that? Though? Oh yeah, Paul. I think was his name. Or, oh, I'm so I don't know. It was. A, shave- I believe it was like a reliever. Yeah, they did a whole spread on him, and they had like a picture of him shaving with an axe. Like, all right, let's just not let's not embellish. He was leaning into yeah. it hard. Wow. So it wouldn't be the first time. Oh man, yeah, I, I would. I, and it's honestly anybody, anybody has a backup role. We need to, we we need a backup. That's that's gonna need that's gonna be addressed this offseason. Somebody, um, yep, because that's a that's a need. Uh, and 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 the defense and a backup quarterback and among other things. Um, so uh, let's let's get to the tantalizing news. Um, that's that we want to hear, Andrew. Tantalizing, tantalizing, um, tantalizing. Yeah, uh, Lamar. LJ. No. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Tommy, cut that. Throw the duck sound over that first one. Um, Lamar Jackson, non-exclusive franchise tag. Uh, so if signed by another team, they'd have to give up two. Count them two first-rounders. Well, guess who has two first-rounders? The Detroit Lions sure do. So, Andrew, and <laughs> shaking his head right now. <laughs> so, That's all right. so disgusting. Uh, it's disgusting, but I mean, like in terms of chess moves, if you want to think about it that way, beautiful by the Ravens, absolutely beautifully played by the Ravens. I mean, do you remember three months ago, everybody's saying, what are the Ravens going to do with Lamar? They're not paying him. The man's his own agent. Like what in the world are they doing? They're not going to sure this up. They're not going to trade him. He's not going to play for him now. He's injured uh quote unquote and here we are in a beautiful backdoor move by them to franchise tag him and if he stays awesome you got him for another year you're not really on the hook for it but if not then you get two first rounders um not the move for the lions this isn't the time to give up two first rounders you do need one heavy first rounder defense and the way that things are shaking out, it looks like you might be able to save that defense for pick 18 at this point. Um, and six, you might be able to get your quarterback in the future. Ooh, a little, little foreshadowing there. Mitch? I don't know. Possibilities. I was a 1,000% with Andrew until the last two sentences and now i don't like him so much <laughs> everything else though was spot on like they did that and i i instantly thought that is so genius of them because because he's he's gonna come back at this point the interest has just been and you see ben you said collusion to like start off the to start off the podcast you see all these all these vets and former players that are like how is this not collusion at the highest level um yeah, genius move by the Ravens. Um, maybe not the most, you know, player-friendly thing of all time, but at the end of the day, it, it is a business, um, and it is what it is. I do way too much. We're not to give up the sixth and the eighteenth in a hypothetical situation to add to an offense that doesn't really need to be fixed. And it's just to me, if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, your defense is pretty damn broke, so that's what needs yeah. to be addressed in the draft. 
Yeah, it's crazy to see two first rounders. Uh, and if, a lot if, of money. Yeah, 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 double. It's it's so many things. If it, the only way I would like this deal would be as if the, if I felt like the quarter like the Lions were one quarterback away, like that's all they needed. That's the only way I would be like, uh, I might entertain this. But other than that, I, I just don't see it. I don't, I don't see him going anywhere other than the Ravens at this point. Not for a guy that can't make it through a season without having one game where he doesn't potentially shit his pants. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I, I can mean, relate I to feel that. like that's a, a given, but I mean, multiple times. I mean, I've, I'll hand up. I've pooped my pants at work. I got, there, I said. What time are we at? Okay. Tommy, put the laugh track in there. <laughs> Marker goes there. here. I said it, okay? But we got this guy on the professional level. Uh, who, who knows if he's going to make it to the game without poop having to pants, go take a, poop take poop a duty. Pants. So... I'm okay without making this move. Yeah, do you, do you, I mean, Mitch, you said you don't see him going anywhere. The Ravens, I don't really I either. It just but doesn't feel like do you, it. It, it, any I, any his, teams. No, I mean the whole the risk he took to get all guaranteed money really fell flat on his face. I mean, you got injured. You you basically took a gamble on yourself. All he had to do was not get injured, but he got injured, didn't play, and he's still looking for the guaranteed money. So, um. I don't see it. I mean, you've got a decent amount of quarterbacks in this year's draft that aren't going to cost that much money that are potential franchise changers. I, mean, I don't know about franchise changers, but – and to skip ahead a little bit, you've got Bryce Young. He's kind of like the consensus with number one. Um, Anthony Richardson is now just – everyone's just basically calling him Cam Newton. Uh, Will Levis, Leva, Lev, however you say his name – Everyone's like, oh, he's the, he's the safe quarterback. You got the gamble and CJ Stroud. So it's a quarterback heavy draft. It's just the timing was not right for Lamar, and getting hurt didn't help him at all. Andrew loves Anthony Richardson. Let me tell you, he loves him. Oh, yeah. Eyes got wide. I mean, Jesus, he's. Are we going to fight about the number right? six pick? It feels like we might. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. I've been begging for Lamar at this point. I mean, but to go back to what Mitch is saying. Everything you said just stinks and reeks of a man who's his own agent. You know, it's just like those stupid little things where it's like, ah, I don't think I want to deal with that as a franchise. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. And you need like that. Uh, That's why there are agents and that's why agents get paid a lot of money to prevent someone. And maybe it works out. I really hope it does because Lamar... When Lamar's good, it changes the NFL landscape, and I think it makes the NFL a lot more fun to watch. So I hope it does work out for him. But you pay agents to keep you from doing things like this. To to hey, they're not going to guarantee your full contract, but if you get a guaranteed thirty five forty a year, let's go take it. Um, so we'll see. Again, I hope it works out for him. I don't. I don't think he's going to get what he's looking for ever. I don't think he's going to get the full guaranteed contract, but. We'll just have to see how it plays out. I don't think he's going anywhere but the Ravens, so I can't really think of a team who's who would be willing to – like you said, Ben, if there were a team that was, hey, we're we're a, a quarterback away, all the other pieces are there, maybe, but I don't know who that is off the top of my head, and I also don't know who's got that much cap space available. No, it's it's insane. Um, bingo, bango. I mean, I don't know. It. I think I've seen with the Ravens, and maybe – Maybe just maybe he goes off this year and then then the money comes next year. Um, it's going to be a prove it year for him, right? I mean, like he go out and show it, right? Here's a nerd question: He needs MVP. They, 
can they come back and just franchise him now? I don't think so. That's the Kirk Cousins model. Is it? Yeah. Can they, can they do you that? Can, yeah. He can walk. Right? He become, He can walk. He becomes unrestricted. Next year. Yeah, I, I don't think you can do it two times in a row. Okay. I mean, no. Back no. And I don't know if that if that's any different with a non-exclusive franchise. I don't think it that, is. Yeah, but. that was my question. I don't. I guess I don't know how it works with a non-exclusive because that doesn't really get used all that often. Doesn't seem at least not for this big of a name. No, no, it's rare. And maybe they just did so to be like, hey, you can go, but nobody's going to want you for that. Oh. For what we we're are, we're getting something in return. We're getting. Yeah, uh, uh, more than just something, right? Speaking of quarterbacks getting paid, obviously Daniel Jones, four-year, $160 million. Um, Derek Carr, four-year, $150 million. Uh, Derek Carr was kind of the first one to fall, kind of opens up the doors for the other quarterbacks. Geno Smith, G-Hawks, remain the good G-Hawks. For, good for Geno. Good for Geno. Uh, I think we I think we could all we all applaud Geno to get paid three years, $105 million. Um, so three quarterbacks right there. Uh, uh, in the three to four year range, over a hundred million dollars each for them. Um, that's how you set up a future to not work anymore. <laughs> that's what you do, right? Or you'd be a backup quarterback and just hold the clipboard and call, go in when you're that called. That next upon. contract, exactly. Um, yeah, it, it it's it's um it's gonna be interesting to see the Saints with Derek Carr. That's um. He hasn't been anywhere other than the Raiders, and uh, the big gripe was that the Raiders' defense was never uh, a top defense in his time there. So now it's speaking of proving it. Um, Derek Carr's got he can he can prove the whole world right here if he um, if he's able to have some prolific career here with the Saints um, in a division that's wide open. I think yeah, I think they take that now. I think they, they that's what they needed was a quarterback. No offense, Andrew, um, but I think Derek Carr is kind of the person that they needed with a veteran with a lot of experience. I'm not the biggest Derek Carr fan, so let's not get that twisted right at all. Um, but I do think I, I had the Saints last year having a, a good season. Uh, so I think Derek Carr takes him to that next level this year. Andrew had him win the whole division. I mean, first things first, okay, let's – Let's applaud Derek Carr in the NFL for getting it right. Going to a team that has a black accent color and all black alternate uniforms for the man that has eye black eyes. Okay. I mean, the guy's constantly, he's got built in makeup going on there. So good for him. He's really going to pop in those uniforms. Um, but am I wrong in thinking that the Saints are in like cap hell right now? Why isn't their defense just absolutely about to dissolve on contract? Like with all their contracts, they're oh, like with Cam Jordan and stuff. Yeah, they're like they're already like I feel like millions of dollars over the cap limit. I, am I, I am I crazy in thinking that? Oh no, I don't know. You're not. The Saints are more than fifty five million dollars over the twenty twenty three salary cap. That's <laughs> that's kind of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's including Derek Carr or not? That's not including Derek Carr. That was that was oh. as of February thirteenth. So they're gonna have to start chopping heads pretty quick here. Oh yeah, Cam Jordan's okay, probably that's, gone. That's what I thought too. I thought they got the honey badger too. They paid. They dissolve. paid. I don't know what they paid the honey badger, but they paid quite a bit to get him in the secondary. And that, that seems like it's gonna and, be an issue. You mean if, imagine if the honey badger dis, uh, he uh, dissolves from that team? Would you want him? Would you pay for him? No. I 
I, I've never been. Lock, I, I've never been a honey badger guy. I just not not a Tyron Matthew guy. Just not don't me. like talented not, safeties. Uh, <laughs> I need, don't don't start putting words in my mouth. You you're gonna tell me that there aren't better options than him? I well, I'm gonna reserve. I'm gonna reserve the rest of. I, I came prepared with my ideal situation, which involves the draft. So I okay, I fair. Yep. Yep. We're getting there, folks. We're getting there. I, I, I don't know. Um, Andrew, I was a little bit, I didn't know where you were going with that bla- the black accent and the black um, things there. You were. I got a little worried for a second. I was very I worried. Was, it was coming. I was, was coming full circle. I was about to to, to quit quit Discord, um, but <laughs> alas, here we still are. Um, yeah, the the man with built-in eye black. I, I get it now. Um, and we'll talk about your Raiders and what you think they'll do in the draft here in a little bit. But obviously, they're going to need a quarterback now, right? Um, uh, but good for so Derek Carr. They don't Carr. need a running back. They don't need a running back. They 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 re-signed uh, Josh Jacobs. Nice segue, Andrew, unintentionally allowing me to go through the other names here we've got on the list. Josh Jacobs was franchise tagged. Tony Pollard, franchise tagged. So two of the biggest running backs that were um, slated to enter free agency uh, have been denied free agency. So that's that really changes things in the running back room. Also, Saquon was tagged as well. So three three running backs Noticing a trend, that's that's the best position to tag. Running backs are so, I want to say, such a risky investment because you just never know when they're going to get hurt. And the franchise tag is just such a good way for teams to ensure that. I mean, look look at Tony Pollard just explodes last year, and now the Cowboys instead of giving him Zeke money because they already made that mistake once, get him at yep a discount. Really, I mean, for 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 the stats that he put up last year, I think franchise tags and running backs are going to be best friends for uh, quite a few more seasons. Yeah, fool, fool Jerry well, once, um, shame on you. Fool him twice, shame on him. Right? Fool man can't get fooled again. Jerry, there is there is one more workhorse uh, running back that didn't get franchise tagged. That'd be Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah, because they're going to shop him. There, yeah, I think they already are. I saw that a couple days ago. That that's it's uh it's Titans rebuild season. Oh yeah, because they 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 got rid of Luan. They got rid of um they got rid of somebody else too on the offensive line. I want to say I can't remember his name. And then obviously now talking about getting rid of Derrick Henry, it's it's full rebuild. You don't have a quarterback uh, of the future at least. You you hardly have a quarterback at all. Uh, they they went through several guys last year, um, so. It is a full rebuild for him, and um, I mean, I think they got a good coach there in in, in Tennessee, but um, it's gonna it's gonna be a test for him um, with with a whole new team. It's gonna seem like, and the defense, you know, we I mean, we talked about it, Andrew last year. Remember when we tried to name Tennessee Titan wide receivers? It was like non-existent. They had, it wasn't good. They had the the one guy that that started to go off last year. That's something they can build on. Um, he had a weird last name. He had like two last names. I can't remember, but, um, another guy that's talking about getting shopped, Derek Henry, as well as Deandre Hopkins talking, talking about him getting, getting gone. Um, Robbie Anderson, AKA the chosen. He's, he likes to be called the chosen now. Um, he, no. <laughs> and, uh, what was the haircut that you said he had, Andrew? Um, Oh, Cynthia. Uh, Angelica's toy from oh, Rugrats. Oh, nailed man. it, dude! It's dead on. 
Oh, I, my I, God. that opened my eyes up when he texted me that I had no, I, my, my brain was not going there. That's um, amazing. Once, I thought like, I can't he looks like a now. toilet bowl brush. Yes. <laughs> That's what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, man. The now chosen one, man. Chosen. Uh, That's that. Who, yeah. who wants to pick up Robbie Anderson after that? IKA the chosen. Nobody. Nobody wants him now. I don't know. He he had a fit in Carolina on the sidelines. They shopped him the next day to Carolina uh, or Carolina, Arizona. And uh, and now he's looking for a new home. It might be the USFL. Choose this, bitch. Choose, Is that too much? Sorry. This. No, well, you're, you kind of cut out a little bit as you were saying that. So I, I didn't I didn't fully. But you said choose this, bitch. Choose like this, a, comma, bitch. Yeah, it was like uh, like CSI Miami when uh, ratios mm. like I think that's the same ratio like the sunglasses thing. The Cardinals choose this, bitch. One of those things. Well, yeah. Well, I, the Cardinals have bigger issues, and it is crime well, related. I mean, the Cardinals' biggest issue is their <laughs> smallest issue. Like they went all in on, I think, a mistake. Got rid of their young head coach, who I don't know, whatever, but. Yeah, Kyler Murray's a problem, I think. But we'll yeah, see how so that plays out. Yeah, like what's the opposite well, of the only, elephant in the room with a, when you've got a short guy in the room? That's the problem. Like the ant in the room? Mouse in the room? I don't we know. don't short shame on this I podcast. I got called mouse as, last weekend. So I was, gonna, so I was just going to say two of us have no room to speak on anything uh, related to height, but we are big on attitude, and Kyler Murray's got a stinky one. Oh, Mr. Call of Duty himself. Well, not only that, I mean, geez, their GM, uh, their offensive line coach was fired for the incident in Mexico City when they played there. And uh, might have lost Mitch, who hopefully comes back. But I'm here, he's baby. claiming that it's, uh, that it's a case of mistaken identity and that the GM was the guy with the sexual misconduct. And if you look at them, they look like the same guy. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know this at all. Now we're profiling. It's not good, man. Two big, bald, white guys. <laughs> you can't miss them, right? They're the same thing. How could you mix those up? Now, I know I know the one you're talking about, um, the, the bald guy. Uh, I don't know the other one, so could be. And 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 um, I don't know. Not it's a good sk- franchise right now. Well, and the, you saw the, the 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 report cards that came out for all the teams, right? Um, and the and the and the Cardinals were like an F minus in the food department or something. I think mm-hmm. right. They're they're the ones that charge for food. God, Lion, Lions got bad food score. Yeah, they they had a couple good ones. They were kind of middle of the road, but overall, and they they had the food and the and the training right that were the on the low end of the grading scale. Yeah, it wasn't awesome. I thought they were going to get higher scores, to be honest. But when you look at that, like overall across the board, like it's not as though the teams that got rated the highest and got like more A's than other teams were like the best teams in the NFL either, though. So it's, you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt, I feel like, because how you can't how can you grade one team versus another in that department when some of these guys have only played on one team? Right. And they're great. And they're, they don't have anything else to compare it to other than college. Right. Am I wrong here? I mean, it's it's entering your first job. I didn't have anything to compare my first job to, like first one out of college. Like you know, you can't compare it to Fox Home Builders. All cubicles look the same to a lot of first time, uh, first time career folk. R.I.P. to the cubicle workers out there. I'm sorry for you. 
<laughs> kind of died in the COVID age. A little bit, right? Um, where were we? Where were we? Um, Frank Clark. We're talking about all the moves. Frank Clark got released. Adam Thielen got released. Andrew was shocked, to say the least, to see oh, Adam. Shook it. I wasn't that surprised. I think this happens quite a bit with these guys that get into the 32, 33 year old range. Teams don't want to pay them. And then they go and have a second second career somewhere. Sometimes they do great. Sometimes they kind of just fade off like uh, Golden Tate kind of did. Like, you know, it's kind of. Just kind of coast after that. Um, so it, it's, well, it's we hit or were miss. Golden Tate's second career. Well, yeah, Seattle. yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, Golden Tate was about yes. 32 when we when the Lions let, let him go to New York, I believe, right? That's true. I mean, do you, do you already see the perfect landing spot for Thielen, though? An aging white receiver, the Patriots, yes, <laughs> couldn't have I mean, given a better fits. clue than that, <laughs> right? I mean, it just fits. Mac Jones to Adam Thielen kind of got a ring to it, right? I mean, they already talked about going after Hopkins, like you were saying. If they can't get him, Thielen in the slot. You don't think you don't think Thielen's a uh, Tennessee guy? I think Vrabel tried. I could see Vrabel trying to go get him. Maybe they dra- dra- I could draft see that a draft. Yeah, draft a receiver, then you get Thielen to kind of lead the locker room. I think that's probably a decent yeah. landing spot as well. It's a good thought. I think anywhere he like goes as an AFC team. I think either Thanks, the ben. Patriots the the Titans or the Jets. I, the Jets are like I don't think in need of an Adam oh, Thielen. But oh God, I could see Rodgers and Thielen just being such assholes you? together. Couldn't you though? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh God. I don't know why he just seems like he just that just like seems like a weird spot, like a, a spot that he would go. I I think it makes more sense for him to go to Tennessee, but uh, I just in my head the Jets were were sticking out. It kind of reminded me like an Eric Decker guy kind of guy in New York in the green. Obviously, a better receiver than Decker was, but not as good yeah. looking. Uh, so you, you're you're fully on the A Rod. Um, um, all Karen signs Rogers are pointing too. to it. Yeah, I mean, it just it, all the articles and everything that I've seen is basically saying it's at, they're kind of firing on all cylinders. Everybody's getting along with everybody else. Hackett's there. Rogers is going to be comfortable. It feels like he can just go to New York and be his weird go crawl in a hobbit hole self and it's a bigger market than he's been in i i don't know it who cares yeah i i that's where i saw him going and i don't see him going back to green bay andrew no do you i don't want to spend much time on this douchebag but andrew you got any ideas on this guy where he's going i i don't know he complains about the media in green bay like new york's gonna be any better I think there's been lower I know, expectations I know. in new york at this point because the maybe not though i no. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, the the Giants are good too, so that doesn't help matters when you've got that inner city rivalry going on between two teams that were both um, knocking on the door of the playoffs. The Giants made the playoffs. The Jets just slipped out of the playoffs. But at one point, we're looking like a playoff team, um, and they'll have their running back back. Um, last year, lost their running back. Um, can't remember Brees what Hall? point in the season. Brees Hall. Yeah. Um, thank you. Um, like it was later though. Through the season. Yeah, it was I like halfway it was through the season. After- right? It just yeah, I think just just after the midway point because everyone was he was having a really really good season. Mm-hmm. Right when the Lions started turning it around. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I don't know. We'll see what happens with him. I think he's gonna drag this out though for sure because that's just like the kind of guy he is. And you'll eventually make the decision and leak it to Pat McAfee or say it just on the show. Uh, that's the way I see this transpiring. And uh, hey. 
the Lions ended his career in Green Bay. We can always hang our hat on that. I boy, I hope. Hey, so. Amen. Um, anything else? We got. I, I there was the rumor that Matthew Stafford was maybe going to get traded, but I, they I don't. Quashed, I don't they see that. that pretty quick. I, I think the, yeah, the uh, Rams came out and said he's we're he's a pillar for our team. I think was the quote. Yeah, that that seemed like a crazy move if that was the, was no, going to be he'll, there. He'll he'll retire a Ram, I think, at this point, and I'm sure Detroit will give him his due when it happens. But I think he's going to be in LA until he finishes his career. Yeah, that would have been nuts. There was Darren Payne of resigned with Washington. Um, there was there was one other that I saw today, just before the show. Um, oh, it's it's going to kill me, but. Another guy going back to uh, the same team. I can't remember who it was, but um, the only other guy we didn't talk about, Andrew, in free agency was Eric Kendricks, and in, 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 at least in terms of the Lions. Uh, I know that's a guy that you have your eyes on. Well, he's he's once again, you know, the Minnesota connection here. He's a linebacker. I don't know how much he guess he's going to ask. Probably like 9 to 15, probably somewhere in that range, which is middle-of-the-road money for, for a better linebacker than what we currently have. No offense, Anzalone. <laughs> Mr. Double-A himself, Alex. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, that's that's a that's the big area of, of interest, and uh, I think you're better off to get a cornerback in the draft than you are a linebacker, at least in terms Ooh. of skills. Ooh. So, But you can get better linebacker talent late. Ooh, true. True. I'm so excited true. to talk about the draft. I've got a I've got a guy in mind. I've got a guy in mind. Don't worry. Um Yeah, other than other than that, there was the rumor that Tom Brady was gonna go back, but that was to the Dolphins, and obviously they shut the door on that with Tua um cheering that up. Um I think he's done. And then there was the crazy rumor that Philip Rivers might was flirting the idea of coming back. That gave um, me a chuckle. That's crazy. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's got too many kids to support. He, he actually throws the football like Uncle Rico. I don't know how he's yes. had a career. It's crazy. He, yeah, I don't know. Um, w- w- without further ado, let's. I know Mitch, you've been. W- I'm Jonesing. Waiting. I'm, I'm, you're waiting with bated breath. Uh, let's just talk about the big news that's happened this week. The Bears traded to the to the uh, the number one pick to the Panthers. Mitch got a live reaction in Chicago. Sounds like they couldn't be more thrilled to get the number nine pick and a buttload of other picks. The Bears um, won that trade. Yeah, and they got DJ Moore as well. Uh, um, yeah. That it's going to help things out in offense. Um, the only thing I didn't know is um, they when they got Claypool last year, do they still have Claypool? They still have him for another year, right? He's, yeah, he's there. He's there. So okay. Okay. They, they definitely, yeah, again, they, they, they won that trade. And I think I was I was hoping for the Bears to be – not very good, and by not very good, I mean bad for a couple more seasons, at least one more season where I thought they'd be less than five wins. Right. I think now they have an opportunity to uh, – uh, it would not surprise me if we get to the end of this season and you got the Packers and the Bears duking it out for last place in the NFC North. I, I think that they have, a, they have an opportunity to turn their offensive r- around very, very quickly. This I just agree. in, folks. We've got a loose dog in the neighborhood. Loose dog in the neighborhood. That no can't idea be where the poochie came from. Where do you belong? Got that's that's got to be against HOA violations, right? Or rules. 
you can't RHO have that is, in that community. RHO is very, very soft. Oh, okay. All right. I, I thought they were a little stricter in Fort Wayne, but we digress. It's real quick, what is Mitch WB? You know what? I I told you because I got I got this I got this new phone. No big deal. And because I, I don't know, I panicked. I'll go. I'll try to go back to the other one. I just had to make a new one. I didn't know my password for Mitch from Fort Wayne or Mitch FW. Uh, so WB's William Baxter for the listeners at home. Got it. All right. I was thinking Warner Either Brothers. Either that or Mitch with benefits. <laughs> That's actually, I like that. That's way better than what I came with. Wow. For the right, right. For the right listener. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, just kidding. Good Lord. To the missus <laughs> if she's listening. Uh, Lady Lion t- number two. Um, yeah, I gotta clarify. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so let's let's. Uh, I don't. Well, I guess. Did you guys see the thing today that the there was a rumor that the Panthers might now trade the first overall pick? They're just trying to do a. They're doing like a house flip on the number one pick. Dude, just uh, I mean, selling I, to a higher they bidder. Need something. That's they need something insane. now. They're looking like the Rams and the uh, draft pick situation. Yeah, they are. Um, uh, obviously, they they got to be going for their guy. Um, what do you guys think about bef- the last thing before we get to the Lions pick? What do you guys think about Arizona at three? Obviously, they if they're if they're sold on Kyler Murray, um, and they they don't need a quarterback. Do you guys see the the Cardinals trading out for a team that might want to jump up and get somebody? Here's the thing, though. Like after Kyler Murray's performance last season. You know, telling your coach to calm the F down, you know. Uh, what team is going to want him? It, with the quarterback-heavy draft, with the free agents that were out there, with the movement we've had, what teams are left that, like, are just willing to go in, for, in on him? Uh, spot on. I, it's not a good year to be a veteran free agent quarterback. It's just not. It's one of those It's one of those quarterback-heavy like draft wise. classes. Yeah, and and – Tyler Murray didn't have a good year, to your point, and is going to get paid a lot of money. So the Cardinals would either have to eat a bunch of his salary and move on and be lucky enough to find a suitor and probably not get diddly squat back. I just don't think it happens. I don't think it happens. So you think um, the Cardinals stay at three and get their guy? Who do you think they get? I think I have. So I'm, I'm going to usurp the entire show. I – uh I did a first-round mock draft. I love doing these, as you guys know. I just want to read off, if you don't mind, what I have 1 through 10, and then I'll skip to 18, obviously, so we can hear the lines uh, next pick, assuming that there's no trade. Okay, so you guys just stop me. Yeah, you guys stop me when you think a pick is way off, as I just lost my – okay. So I'm going to take notes on this. Yep, let me know when you're ready. Um, Number one, Bryce Young. Yep, so number one, Bryce Young to the Panthers. Number two, Will Levis to the Texans. Ooh, okay. Okay. Three, Cardinals. Scoop Will Anderson, which I think is realistic to get back to the Cardinals point, Andrew's point. I don't think think they draft quarterback. I think they kind of have to stick it out with Kyler Murray for better or worse, and Will Anderson is, is the best defensive player in the draft, so... Uh, it makes sense that Will Anderson is a game changer. Um, okay, number four, Colts, earmuffs, Andrew, Anthony Richardson. Oh, 
I think it so happens. You got, you, so you guys, you got Stroud falling out of the top five here. Well, so okay, so I've got Colt, the Colts, and I can't um, Ballard, right? I think Chris yes, Ballard. Yes, yes. He, I mean, he's come out, and it's obviously pressure from Ursay, who is a Looney Tune, um, but he's made it known. We need a quarterback. Th- this thing where they recycle vets every year isn't working. I think if you so can bad. get Anthony Richardson in, because he does seem like the sky's the limit for him. Um, so I thought that one seemed really realistic. Um, five, the Seahawks pick Christian Gonzalez. Ouch. Okay. That, that hurts. Six, the Detroit Lions, Jalen Carter. Ain't nope, going to nope. let a couple of misdemeanors get in the way <laughs> of a big time potential game changer. So I got Jalen Carter at six. Go ahead, Andrew. Did you say, did you say to stop when it got out of hand? I did. Yes. It's out of hand. Okay, okay. I don't think it's out of hand. I think that's 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 a common thing that that we're hearing as Jalen Carter falls to six. Oh, so I don't oh, think yeah, it's that. Yeah. I don't oh, think that's Adam out Schefter, of. Adam Schefter today said he's he's he sees him available at nine for the Bears. Yeah, I I don't think that's out of the question. I can at all. see that. Yeah, so I can see that. So I've got okay, Jalen continue. Carter six for the Lions. Raiders pick up C.J. Stroud. That to me is like a no-brainer. That's a big-time Raiders move. I obviously they need a quarterback now. I think he fits there. It's a big time market for him. So I I kind of just like that pick for the NFL. Can I say one more you thing? You can say as many things as you about want, that one. I think the Lions are gonna cause such a stink if if that happens and uh Anthony uh the Colts take him and he's gone. I think the Lions are gonna start fading heavy that they're gonna go quarterback and try to trade yes. with somebody to skip the Raiders or get well, the Raiders to move up so nobody can. Well, or or which is an ideal spot, really, because you're just talking about swapping picks at that point. So it yes. really doesn't do anything besides maybe yes. pick us up a another second rounder. So I I would well, love that. Well, yeah, because you could. I, I could entertain the offer of the Falcons moving up to six to jump the Raiders to get a quarterback too. I, that's a, that's one of my favorite playbooks right there. Depending on how the top top five roll out, um, you know, there's a couple guys that I'm I, I'm interested in for the Lions at six. But depending on how the top five go, I am fully entertaining the offer for the Falcons to jump the Raiders, or maybe the Raiders to jump. Just so the Falcons don't, right? A bidding war between the Falcons and the Raiders to, for that sixth pick, because that could be the last of the four quarterbacks that are kind of the, your top four with between Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, um, Will Levis, and CJ Stroud. So uh, I could see the Lions moving because then you you're not moving far at that point if you just jump down a few positions and you you're just get getting, a nice. Little, I mean, you're just get, yeah, you're getting a couple extra nuggets, maybe some really good nuggets with the way Brad Home draft for. You're still going to get your guy. And this whole Jalen Carter thing is completely like a month ago or two months ago, I guess, whenever the news broke, I guess it was about a month and a half. Jalen Carter was not an option at six. Now, all of a sudden, because of this racing drag racing thing, he's very much alive at six. And so to finish, I guess Tyree Wilson for the Falcons, which again, they do need a quarterback, but their defense stinks. So again, I could see it. Um, Bears draft a tackle, which like, you got DJ Moore, Chase Claypool. You get some protection for Justin Fields. Oh, all of a sudden your offense is clicking. Yeah, um, it makes too much sense for them to do that. Yep. And then you've got uh, the Eagles at 10, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, which 
Holy shit. Can you imagine the Eagles offense? Smith, Brown, Smith and Jigba. Like, what do you, who do you cover? Who do you that's, cover? There's only one ball. Yeah, that's only scary. One ball. Um, that's scary. And then if you skip ahead to the Lions 18, uh, I, I went with Brian Branch, the safety out of Alabama, because this all ties back to my dream scenario of, um, excuse me, you address cornerback in free agency, you get the vet, and then they need safety help as well. If you get Jalen Carter on the inside, that defensive line is a problem. So then your glaring issue is linebacker. But I think at a certain point, if you've got pressure in your face from the D-line, you got the corners locked down, uh, you know, the safeties at that point are pretty well handled. So the tight ends get a couple pop passes on the linebackers here and there. I like that situation. Um, and we still have cap top space. Tier, we still have cap space. Top tier defensive line hides a mediocre second. Big time. Big time. I thought- Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought you had a dream scenario where the Lions and the Eagles made a trade on draft day and that sent Darius Slay to Detroit. Oh, that was like a big time pipe dream. Yeah, that was like okay. th- this one. I kind of like cranked it up and was like, okay, let's do like a serious one. And that's why I kind of so do you guys like stop me where I think, or stop, yeah, stop me when you guys think something unrealistic happens. Okay. I don't know that this is super unrealistic. I think I like safety, and that was kind of like a best available because Christian Gonzalez was already gone. Um, Devin Witherspoon was gone. If you address cornerback, but that was my mindset as to what Andrew said was a good defensive line that covers up a lot of issues. And Jalen Carter, Hutch, Houston, um, Bugs, that's, those, that's lethal. That's lethal. Yeah. You got to resign bugs. Wait, well, you got to resign bugs. Yep. Um, I will say I, 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 yeah, I don't, I guess I don't say it's unrealistic. I will say if that scenario happens, they are going to be on the phone with everybody telling them that, Hey, we are shopping this pick. You tell us what you want and what you want to do. We're shopping this pick. You, you make the offer. And if it all, if they don't get exactly what they want, they're going to, they'll probably take him. I can see that. Either that or or vice versa and go with Stroud. Oh, see, so okay, the so li- the Lions taking the, Stroud. Yeah, so so I've said Possibly. my piece. No. I, want, I want defense. I want defense, defense, defense. <laughs> they need defense. Also, I guess to full circle, just just the first uh, couple rounds here. <clears throat> this one's for you, big fella, uh, Dion Henley, Washington State linebacker. That's the second round two pick for me. Um, <clears throat> everything I've read is he's. Super solid. I think I can't, young players, put them in a rotation with Anzalone. However you want to do that, that's fine. Uh, but I do have some linebacker help coming in the draft. So I've said my thing, Who I, what I would like, and this is where, Andrew, I think we're going to differ because it sounds like you really want a quarterback at six. It's it's, no. it's crazy. I, I could take it or leave it. I You know who I'm like as of late? Uh I think it's Jack Campbell, the the linebacker out of Iowa. Yeah. I'm so high on him right now, and I don't know if it's just because of his combine scores, but he's just like this like silent guy that I just want everybody to forget exists and them to somehow get him, but him to drop out. I mean, where's he expected to go? I'm hoping that they can get him in the second round. I think like mid mid second round, yeah. 
Okay, yeah. So if if they can get him in the second round at, at, for the linebacker help, that's where I would feel a lot more confident if you've got him coming coming late. I I really like Jack Campbell as well. <laughs> I really like Jack Campbell as well. He's on my list. I got two guys on my list from Iowa that I would like to potentially fill some positions on the lines. Jack Campbell being one of them, and Luke Van Ness, the defensive lineman from Iowa, who had a pretty good combine in terms of um you know the measurables and and things like that i don't I, I confess i don't know i haven't watched you know a ton of game tape on him but in terms of the combine he definitely got a nice bump from the combine so i've got that name circled two guys from iowa for me do um do we do we when mitch when do you when do you see a cornerback in your scenario then free agency okay free free agency and then and i think I think free agency and then the third round on if you want to get some depth. Uh, again, you have to let Oruwariye go. I don't like just get rid of him. Please. So I think yeah, get, address it in free agency, um, and then and then draft it later. But I just the, the only thing that would upset me, I truly think in this draft is if they drafted offensive line within the first two rounds. Anything other than offensive line, I genuinely think I would be okay with. Um, that's just your most solid position right now. Um, I, anything else, I think I'm okay with. Don't accept tight end for fuck's sake. Can we just wait on a tight end, please? Let, let's not do this song and dance where we just we think we have the next we have the next Gronk. Let's not do this anymore. Right. I don't like it. It's not fun. Is, We've done it enough. Isn't there? I can't think of who's. I can't, I, isn't there uh, another tight end coming out of Iowa in this draft? Like that's talked about being in the first first or second I or mean, maybe third round. Kind of guy. There always is. Right. So it's a revolving door there. Honestly, I couldn't I couldn't disagree with Mitch. I I, I actually disagree a lot. I wouldn't <laughs> mind a, an offensive lineman at some point either. Uh you see how easy it is to lose to go from the top of the NFL in, in terms of your offensive line play with losing one to two pieces to just being at the very bottom of that. Of that lineup, some point, yeah, see what, I'm good with that. Just within the first two rounds, I think there's a lot of other issues to address. I mean, Tom Brady could have had another run at it, and he loses his possible, I mean, All-Pro center, and right before the what, a week before the season starts, in the last uh, last preseason game, something like that. Uh, and I mean, you saw it with the Lions; they're losing. Uh, Big V, just any any sort of depth, I will I'll, I'll take it offensive line. So on That's my fair. on my list of um, in priority in terms of positions, I've got a, a left guard at four, and I've got a right guard at at six in terms of my rankings as far as position. So go so line. go one two one two three. Mm-hmm. Cornerback 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 linebacker slash edge, um, and. Outside linebacker, middle linebacker, which kind of falls in the same spot there, and then and then D line. So, so I've got after that, I've got left guard, free safety, right guard, um, wide receiver, strong safety, center, D tackle. Well, I already said that, um, and then kicker. Okay, so so Andrew, what are your top three needs? Uh, cornerback, linebacker, and ah, my God, I. I would probably say quarterback depth. Ooh, okay. So 
Let me ask you this, Mitch, because you said free agency address cornerback or later in the draft. If if they do go early in the draft, I guess this question is for both of you, but if they do go early-ish in the draft for cornerback, out of the guys that are being now, you know, made known, Christian Gonzalez probably going to be the first one off the board. Devin Witherspoon's been thrown out there. Um, uh, Joey Porter Jr. And there's one other, why I can't think of his name right now, but out of a couple names, if they were to take a cornerback, who would you want? Gosh, I, I mean, I think to me, I haven't watched enough or any, I guess, tape. I'm just reading a lot of this to differ, differentiate. I think my personal preference would be, and let me just clarify by saying, as long as they address something on defense in the offseason, adjust the draft uh, based off of that, or vice versa, however they want to wait. I, but I would prefer not to wait to see what scraps are left of veterans until after the draft. I say fix one of the glaring issues, which I think we can all agree is within defense, number one cornerback. Uh, to, to me, I'm with Andrew, linebacker second. I think if you can fix one of those two and then draft based on there, based on that, I, I'm good. Um, if they go corner, I would prefer for it to be at 18, which is probably Joey Porter Jr. Jr. I think Christian Gonzalez had a really good draft and seems like he's being really hyped up, so probably goes top 10. Um, I'd just get somebody from some anybody that's not Amani. I'm good with, and I think again, it just all depends on what they do this week, if anything. Yeah, yeah, we'll know. We'll have a much clearer picture in in a couple weeks' time, right? Cornerbacks out of out of college and out of the draft are so much scarier. Okuda. I mean, they're fifty fifty. You just you really don't. I would so much rather take a veteran. Yeah, and. Pat Patrick Peterson out of uh, Minnesota looks better and better to me every time I see it. Cheaper money, and then you can go later in the draft to for develop. Right. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I like I like that strategy too. I'd be perfectly fine with that. Patrick Peterson's certainly not gonna, um, certainly not gonna cost the probably fifteen million dollars uh, that Jamel would. Um, and then again, you you have him develop as long as you have that conversation with him. And just let him know that you're bringing him in as the veteran to develop the younger guys. You know, I think if you can sell him on that, you get him for what's a realistic number. I have no idea. Eight million dollars a year. And then you still have, you know, roughly 20 million in cap space to address linebacker and, you know, whatever else accounting issues they have. I don't some of that stuff is lost on me. So I'd be good either way. I just think go so heavy on defense and then sit back on the quarterback because uh, I don't think depth is an issue for sure. And I think if you do Patrick Peterson, you have some extra money, whether it's Cooper Rush or Gardner Minshew, I'd be pumped for either of those. Um, at just defense, that's what they need. So what I mean, Andrew, what do you like at six? Like how how do you think it shakes out? What do you like at six and eighteen? I mean, I think if Anthony Richards. <laughs> It's coming there. back. I I I I want I want it if it's there at six. I really do. Either that or they they're bluffing so hard that they're gonna take a quarterback that I'm 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 all on board with the the heavy bluff. But if he's there at six, just the like, just watching the Packers do it with Aaron Rodgers after after Brett Favre leading that leading the charge. 
I would love to see Goff do it for get a contract for four years. And then we we come around on that rookie contract and you're on Goff's like last two seasons, probably play like half the season. I think the only thing that makes me think and I'm sure they are high on Anthony Richardson, but it's tough for me to think that they're as high as everyone else when Campbell comes out and says, we watch tape, not combines. Like, to me, that's very telling on how much stock that they oh, put in. And unless you think – if you think it's a smoke screen, but I think I uh, think that's a legit that's a statement. Campbell, I mean, which I prefer. I mean, I watch the game tape. Anybody can run up. I think he said this too, so I'm probably basically quoting him, but – it's a lot easier to run a fast 40 when no one's around you. It, and it's still impressive, and I don't want to take away from any of those guys. I mean, Anthony Richardson is obviously a physical specimen. Um, so I don't think I'd be upset by yeah. it either. Uh, but we'll see. His his ceiling is so keep, high. Like he's high, got so sure. potential, but his floor is also – yeah. it's a tough one. It, he's well, got the, he's yeah, got the ability, I, though. I think he, I keep coming back to him because – like I also like what I hear Brad saying. It's like we want athletes on our team too. We want we want impact players. Like that's that's the bottom line. An impact player is an impact player. That's kind of why I see. It. So you're Anthony Richardson if he's there, which I don't think he's gonna. Be. I think the Colts actually, in fact, scoop him. Colts, or honestly. If you're the Texans and you have just been doo doo splats, Texans. I th- I could see them scooping him at two. Serious. Yeah, because you want to make a big splash. You, that guy could, and they have turn the your... capital to play around with. Any any rumblings in the Indianapolis, Indy, Indiana, um, um, side of things, Mitch? As an boots insider, boots on the ground over Boot, there. No, yeah, boots not, on the ground. no, no, not a lot of boots on the ground. Not a lot of. Uh, Fort Wayne's just kind of a mixed bag because we're in the middle of the entire Midwest. Um, I'll tell you if I if I see a couple of Colts fans this week, I will certainly ask them what they think. More Bears he- fans here, uh, honestly, that I've seen so far than Colts fans. That's sad. They, the Bears, sounds like the Bears sad. have more more fans outside of their city than they do inside the city. That's right. <laughs> okay, so let's address the uh, Jalen Carter thing then, Andrew. Would uh, Mitch obviously that's 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 who he would like to see at six if he's there, right? So. Um, what do you feel about Jalen Carter and everything that's transpired? Uh, I mean, it's crazy to think that he's going to, God, what's his face out of Notre Dame quarterback, Brady Quinn, drop like him right now. And like, he's just, it's like at the point where it's so incredibly uncertain with him at this point on if he even makes it in the top 10 at this point. Um, but, you know, also here going off of what Brad's saying, you know, and Dan, you gotta you gotta get a guy to fit the culture, and uh, I don't know if they're gonna like take on a question mark guy at this point. That's my that's kind of my thought too. I don't, I really don't know. Obviously, they're gonna be enamored by his talent. Um, that's what it's gonna come down to me for me is if if Brad and Dan think he's fits the mold. That's that's really what it comes down to, and I, I I can't say for sure one way or the other if that's something that they are are leaning towards or not. Um, but concur with you both. It's got to be defense. It absolutely has to be. And but that's uh, what I was going to ask, Ben. Like, what are you? Unless, what are you thinking at six? 
I really like Christian Gonzalez, but I don't like you said he he may not be there. So if he's not there, I you know I I like Devin Witherspoon. I have him on my list. Um, I I I have Joey Porter Jr., but he he's he's not a guy you get at six. So if if Christian Gonzalez isn't there, uh, even if he is there, I'm not like 100 percent sold on on Gonzalez. I think I'm, ja- I think I'm just Jalen Carter's thing of Okuda at three. I just don't. I mean, right. to your point, it's like it's it's just so risky. Or I think Andrew said that, but I just cornerbacks can be so. It, very rarely is it like a no doubter cornerback. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I, I interrupted you. I think you were on Jalen yeah. Carter. I was getting there. Yeah. The only thing is, I, I guess I kind of have the recency bias with Sauce Gardner getting picked last year. Like, if Christian Christian Gonzalez is Sauce Gardner, then you know. Uh, by all means, that's, that's, that's who I want. Jalen Carter. It's just a a matter of if, if Dan and Brad have that fitting their mold. And I think it'll speak for all of us when we say we trust, we trust them in in making the right decision. And ultimate scenario for me is depending on how the top five falls out. I I'd love to see him trade, trade down a few picks with either the, the Raiders or the Falcons or somebody else. And, uh, Get get some more picks, and because we know what they can do with them. So, so question that's my for both of you guys game. then. Yeah, so so I guess yeah. So that's Ben's Andrew. What's your dream first round scenario? Um, God, uh, defense at six. I don't think they're gonna keep six or eighteen. I don't think six and eighteen are are what's gonna be what's gonna shake out. Honestly, uh, while you guys were talking, I was looking up Arizona's picks, and they have one first, one second, and two thirds, and I know they're going to want another second at least. So that's what I was looking at Arizona at, at, at three. What's the odds they trade back, possibly flip-flop with the Raiders? Mm. Raiders get up to three to make sure they get their quarterback. That's a good point. I, I just don't think the Raiders have to do that with – because you have – at this point, it seems like four first-round talents. So I, it's going to be interesting. I think the, the quarterbacks will fly off the board. I do think you're right there. And I think that puts the – I think I think you guys are both right because you guys were kind of thinking this already, it sounds like. The Lions are going to be in a good spot to do whatever they want. Draft, trade, yeah, do whatever. And I'm good with that. I mean, I think there's also just enough – defensive talent if they're if the thought process is going in we need to draft defense at any position i think they're going to be in a great spot to trade back from six stay in the first round and get a couple of really solid pieces for the defense and pick up a couple of mid-round picks early to mid-round picks mm-hmm. and i think uh at 18 like i like andrew said i think six or 18 or both maybe move um and at 18 you've got the steelers right ahead of you at 17 um, and they could very well take Joey Porter Jr. So if the Lions think that's somebody they want, they may have to they may have to jump the Steelers to get Joey Porter Jr. Obviously, his dad played for the Steelers, involved very much with the Steelers Ooh. franchise. And you and you see them on the Kenny Pickett roll here now, mm-hmm. the in-state kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's on brand for them. Um, Andrew, we're fortunate enough to have you on the show as the black hole spokesperson. So what are you thinking for the Raiders? The Raiders are in just that, in, in an absolute black hole. They have no money. 
Uh, they are just going to do whatever. Uh, they're going to start out with their foundational quarterback. That's what they're going to do in this draft. They franchise tag the running back. That's a that's a that's a situation where you look at it and you're like I don't have time to think about that right now. So why don't we just lock you in for one more year? We'll worry about you next year, and uh, we're just going to add piece by piece this year. And it looks like they're going to worry about quarterback to start, and then probably jump on the def- defensive side. Man, poor oh. running backs, man. Just the life, the lifespan of a running back in the NFL is just so so bad. I, you feel bad for them, and they just like Mitch, you alluded to, just like a franchise tag has sort of become the loophole that just keep running backs longer. It, it, it's, I, I mean, and it just is what it is. That's that's the position in the NFL. It's hard to stay healthy. I think unless you get that guy like Christian McCaffrey, uh, that's going to absolutely change the dynamic of your offense. It's hard to invest a ton of money. And and he's not a, just a running back. That's why he's so versatile. He, I mean, he could literally <laughs> go to a team and say, "Hey, I I want to get paid slot receiver money and probably get it." And we, he we could probably saw, at the same preserve his career for two to three more seasons. We we almost got him sure. at quarterback in the playoff game too. Would have been awesome. I am seeing third third mock draft in a row. Anthony Richardson to the Colts. From from somebody else or from you? No, from somebody like USA Today, The Athletic, um, and I can't remember what the first one was, but it's everybody's high on that. It's, I don't know, man. I can way. see cards dropping back. I can see the cards dropping back. Uh, this is also the third one in a row, and I didn't want to burst your bubble. Will An- it's got the Cardinals taken. Everyone's got the Cardinals taking Will Anderson now. They're giving up on Kyler Murray, you, dude. That you, is absolutely you know the, wild. You know how the draft is, though. There's somebody's going to do something. There's always fireworks. It's never exactly chalk, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The mock it's drafts are smoke. yeah. And and I I do think you have C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson are interchangeable. I think, uh, or, or not Will Anderson. I'm sorry, Bryce Young. I think C.J. Stroud yeah. and Bryce Young are the the top two. I think Will. Uh, why do I want to keep saying? Will Levis is going to go top 10. I think it's just a matter of where. I could also see Will Levis being the guy that slips back a little bit, potentially to the Falcons. Um, and I think the, Anthony Richardson is going to go somewhere too. I, but I don't know. There's there's teams that need quarterbacks. And to Andrew's point about, I guess, the Raiders, if we want to talk about the Raiders, you ha- you they don't have money to get a veteran, so you have to get a rookie and hope that – He's just really good right away. That's what I mean with the Lions pick, though. Too sitting there is like, are you are you going to like trust that the Lions are not one hundred percent not going to go quarterback? Are you going to sit there behind him? You're saying there's your four top guys, and three of them are gone, and one's left. Are you sure they're not going to take a quarterback? And and I and I want to know why. I mean, C.J. Stroud. I think Ben, you hated that thought. Like, wh- why do you hate that so much? I don't like Stroud. I think he's, he's a bust. He's a bust. And I think that's Ohio State bias. I would agree. Who name an Ohio State I, quarterback probably, that's been good in the it, NFL? He's going to be like CJ Stroud. Jury's will out. be like will be like Terrell Pryor. <laughs> he is Terrell Pryor. Okay. Damn. Why that's Bruce Falk. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. He made it very clear in the in the media day at Combine that he was not a wide receiver. So, uh, but we'll I mean, see. if Brad if Brad Holmes can fleece the Raiders so they can get Anthony Richardson or C.J. Stroud and swap picks and then pick something else up, I'm I am all for it. So there's that's well that's 
Yeah, that's why I also wouldn't see. I, I mean, and that's the Cardinals have to 100% give up on Kyler Murray, but that's the also the reason mm-hmm. I can see those two swap swap picks. So Aaron Rodgers is completely out of the Raiders situation, right? He's he's there's no way there's no way he's going there. It's it's, it's it's Jets or basically Green Bay or retirement. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Yes. He's not gonna. It's the Jets. He's not gonna retire. The Jets yeah. will work something out with the Packers, where the Packers eat some of his salary. The Jets get him at a a semi discount. Um. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be the Jets. It would just be so ben, funny. We've said the word of Brett Favre went there too. Right? Oh my God! Don't say that because that means he's heading back to division after that. No, because he, he went. He went like, Vikings first, then he up. went to the to the Jets, right? Okay, but is there, at least he doesn't hook up with Aaron Andrews in between there. They're too good of friends. Aaron and no, Aaron? No. Yeah. Aaron's Aaron no e, Aaron with an E is happily married, I believe. I, I'm aware, but you remember the Brett Favre situation. <laughs> I, how could I forget? He's got multiple situations in his life now. That that seems so small. Yeah, not- that seems so small to now what he's going through. <laughs> oh, that was not a no pun intended. <laughs> I dig- yeah. I digress. Well, Mitch, um, you seem to be the mock. mock we could start calling you mock Mitch. Um, one quarterback that we didn't talk about is Hendon Hooker. Where where do you see him landing in th- terms of things? Obviously, not a first round guy, but where do you? A lot of the mocks have him going pretty late. Um, I think just because of it's a combination of how long he played and how old he is. Uh, yeah. So I think if you're a team that's stable at quarterback and you're just looking for a high ceiling backup. Uh, I think his age makes him a problem a little bit. I, I like Hennon Hooker. Mm-hmm. I think he's really, really good. Um, but I think that's that's going to be his big issue. Same thing with um, Steps on Bennett. I think he's going to That was going to be my fall, next question. Yeah, he's going to fall pretty pretty far uh, just based on his age, which is, I mean, rightfully so, right? It's not like you can – it's not like you're drafting a guy. And I guess quarterbacks have a longer lifespan. So even if you draft either one of those guys, which please give me Hendon Hooker over Bennett any day of the week uh, for ceiling purposes and several other purposes, reasons. But I guess by the time you draft them, you sit them for four years, three years, whatever it might be, they're still in their thir- or 20s, so – We'll see. I like Hennon Hooker, though. I'd be cool. Yeah, I'd be I, cool if the Lions took him I, at six. That's what I was just going to say. Is in the right situation, in the right point in the draft, I'm not. A, I'm fully on board with Hennon Hooker. Andrew seems to not be <laughs> at, six? at all. On board. I said that. I said that as a joke. No, please don't. No, okay. oh, I, didn't, I didn't hear if you say six. I didn't hear you say. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear you say six. I just thought. I just heard you say that because that was, was going to segue that's to me. Oh, okay. Okay, that's fair. No, I'm saying in the right situation and the right point in the draft. Like if he's there. Yeah, by all means. If and if we've got a, a good a good draft going with the defense, by all means, um, I am not opposed to Hennon Hooker. Yeah. Did uh did Sp- Spencer Rattler uh declare for the draft? No chance. Is he eligible? Here? I, is he, he I guess he probably is, right? I think he I think he had one more year I think left. He, he I don't has know to if stay. he was gonna eligible. Yeah. It, the, the, everybody's saying that next year's draft's gonna be more quarterback heavy, so I I, I don't. I don't see why he obviously he's got more competition to go next year, but that, that would be insane to see the old rat in this year's draft, but maybe old QB one coming out. Oh, that's a great show. I, I wish they still made that show. QB one was an awesome show. I love that show. Um, 
I, I'm just looking forward to the live stream. A, a, a knock on wood that all the technical work that Tommy's been doing behind the scenes, we make that go um, off without a hitch, but that might be wishful thinking. Um, but that'll be, I, it's going to get contentious on this program, I think, between the three of us. I think it might. I think it might too. I, I'm pretty at, I'm pretty at peace with, with mostly anything that they could do. So it's a very relaxed uh, draft. And I think in previous years, it's meant so much. Now it feels like there's more room for error and that they can't really mm. make a mistake. I mean, yeah. not, unless they go tight end at six, I think I'm oh it, God. And I, and I say, no, I say no offensive line. I think a six would be a reach because if you're drafting an O lineman at six, you're drafting a starter. Um, but still, I just, I don't think I'd be upset by anything. I like the tight end route. We're going to be honest. Three headed monster. You, you just, you don't, unless you get, you don't pay anybody big money to do it, and Dan's the quarterback or tight end guru. Yeah, right. He's got it. That's got to be his background. Unless you is that get why... that generational talent like Gronk, Kittle. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you have to get one of the top five guys in the league. Otherwise, it's just not worth it. Is that why? Well, the... I also almost like. I was just gonna say I like the no name because you know defenses forget about him. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. I, I was gonna just add that. Uh, is that why the Ramsey to Detroit? fell off is because the the Rams wanted a wanted a tight end in return. So Dan said no can do, can't give up a tight end because they they obviously got the <laughs> tight end from the Dolphins, Logan um Hunter whatever his name is. So maybe that was the deal yep. breaker. It's like no. I, I honestly I thought they were going after the other tight end in Miami and trying to get Gasicki. Well, they saw the gritty and they said hell no, we can't have that in LA. It's so bad. <laughs> it is He's gotten a little better. He's got he's worked on it a little bit. It's gotten better. Uh, I am I'm very much excited though for the draft. Um, like you said, Mitch, a, a window of opportunity. Uh, a lot of different routes they could go, and uh, not saying they can't go wrong, but they they've got a good opportunity to get a guy. And flashback to last year it was like, oh man, we were all kind of hoping that Aiden would be there at two, um, and he ultimately was. So I think that was like a no brainer, oh, huge no brainer pick, of course, right? Um, and the last two drafts from Brad Holmes have been great. Um, well, so much of a no brainer that the NFL was upset with Holmes and Campbell. They got it in too quick. Yeah, that's right. Right, they they didn't even run a second off the clock. I don't think it was it was immediate <laughs> immediately phone call in uh, in ESPN and NFL Network. We're like, hey, we got to play some ads here. Come on, get to something spread to be said about that though. They, that you're you're our guy. We don't need any time to think about it or field any calls. I can't wait for the uh, Inside the Den episode after that draft. That's it's like one of the highlights of, of my NFL or Lions fandom is is that episode that comes out like a month after the draft. It's it's great. It's on YouTube. They they did I already did uh, episode one for this year. So um, check out that. It's second best content on the internet. What's what's number one? I'm oh. I'm, I, myself and the shareholders are dying to know. It's us and the shareholders. Uh, of course. Son of a bitch. Oh, man. Stun, as you used to say, stun of a bitch. Oh, All right. You don't no. have to attack me because you can't praise us. This has been fun. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're back. Ben might not be, but I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm happy to be back. I obviously didn't. Didn't jump on for the last uh, few episodes of the season last year. Um, Seems like you're but, you're jet setting everywhere. You see, it tends to happen, but I'm I'm uh, I'm excited. 
I'm excited for anything. I'm excited for the season. I feel like the off season actually. I mean, we still have a. I think we still have a month, more than a month to go until the draft. But I think this week's gonna be. I think this week's gonna be fun. They'll find a way to sign to re-sign Jamal. We'll have a better idea of what our cap space is, and then we then we really do have a month, and we're gonna find out what they do in the what kind of vet they go get, and we're gonna be off to the races. It's going to happen fast. I love the offseason for that that wildness that it brings. It's great. It's just a fan of the NFL in general. Of course, we got March Madness this week as well. I think the selection show is just kicking off right now. So get your brackets we filled out. Timed it perfectly. We sort of did. Tommy, Tommy was a little slow on that one, but it works. I, I haven't um, I haven't watched much college basketball, but I'm always excited to fill out a bracket and um, – Sounds like um, Kansas might win it all again. I don't know. I don't know much about it. Me either. Michigan stinks. Yeah, they blew their chance. They had an outside chance to get in, but they blew that. Yeah, they stink. Chip's going to make it? <laughs> no. They had that They had that thrilling win over, yeah, I like, yeah, maroon and gold there on the webcam. Uh, I liked uh, their one win against the, I think it was against Western, the buzzer beater. That was electric. No, the Dan Marley game, but um, outside of that, they're they're kind of in a rebuild. First year head coach, trying to figure things out with recruiting. They got time, but yeah, they're definitely not going to make the tournament. Uh, I don't know who it is out of the MAC that got the automatic. It's almost always Akron or Ohio or Toledo. Seems like or Buffalo. The Zips. Yeah, this has been fun, Mitch. You're right. It's a good, sum, good way to sum this up. Um, I think we're going to have another episode. We will have another episode before the draft. Um, so when that'll be, it may it may be kind of a play it by ear based on what moves we get in free agency. We might have to do, uh, as Andrew said uh, in previous episodes, we might have to do some emergency quick ones. I um, like I like I, that. Because we don't really know. <laughs> Obviously, the window opens Wednesday, but it's uh, it could take a while to get some of these guys landing position so it's a it's a fluid situation as they say highly viscous um one one closing note was um you guys see matt prater is a free agent yeah i forgot about bringing back x lion he's like 38 years old now i think 38 nah no, yeah, give me give me the give me the guaranteed fifty and then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, another quick hitter thing: quarterbacks on Netflix. That looks like a good show. I'm I'm excited for that with Mahomes and a couple others. That's um, gonna be fun. That that'll be fun. Uh, Andrew Voorhees, aka Jason Voorhees' cousin, uh, torn ACL at the combine, still benched 38 reps at 225 afterwards. Football guy, football guy <laughs> of the year. Shout out, pardon my uh, take. Football guy of, of forever. the decade. Yeah. yeah. Badass. That was very cool. Um, the fourth and fifteen rule that they they versus the onside kick um, in the XFL testing it out right now. Um, personally, I don't think I want to see that in the NFL, but that's just me. Um, what is that rule? Can you run that back? I don't know it exactly, but I've got a paraphrase version of it where if it, if you're down in the fourth quarter, you can. Instead of going for an onside kick, you can go for a fourth and fifteen. If you pick it up, you keep the ball. 
No way. Keep that in the XFL. I kind of like it, to be honest. I, okay, so let me, I, I guess I don't like that as much as there needs to be something done about the onside kick because the success rate right. is so low that it's just become a foregone conclusion. So I think, um, yes, for mixing it up, I don't know if 4th and 15 is the right thing to do, but they got to do something about fourth, onsides. 4th and 15 is just long enough to where, you know, Rodgers – and you know what Stafford used to do is just throw it up there and let the defensive penalty come into play at some point. And that's what fourth and 15 is just long enough to just loft one and get a DPI. So you'd have to that's, do something along the lines of like it, yeah. penalty resets the down. Right. You can't yeah, get it. Yeah. It just, yeah. It would get so weird. Yeah. Then it gets sticky. And you, and you don't like when it gets sticky. Um, I think as a true diehard NFL football fan i don't like it maybe i'm a traditionalist maybe i'm a boomer i'm all for like weird wild things in other sports because i'm not as um so intently watching them um so i I don't know maybe i'm just traditionalist but i i like it because it can make the end of games more interesting keeps things close um but i i just don't like it i don't i think it would be too uh, manipulative um it would be take it would be taken advantage of, like you kind of you alluded to, Andrew. I mean, I honestly, I I, I don't hate like the road of that fourth and fifteen, but almost to what you're you're doing with challenges, you know, you have to have a timeout to do it. So you have to hold on to a timeout going into the two instead of going for the onsider, forfeit a challenge or forfeit a timeout in order to do it. If you didn't clock manage it and you have zero timeouts, well, you're still going, you're onsiding it. You still have a mm-hmm. chance, much lower prob- probability, but now it makes timeouts even more important. 60% of the time, it works every time. All-time quote, all-time <laughs> movie line. Um, maybe maybe, we, um, maybe we can circle back on this discussion. Maybe that'll be our homework is what can they do to fix the onside kick or have an alternative to an onside kick? bring that back no to we don't we don't get paid someone gets paid 32 million dollars a year to figure that out well, first i gotta p- figure out the spider cam uh cables because that's that was two interferences this year just use drones right there we go i mean they're they're testing them more and more in live sports they've got some sick drone footage when they got the downhill ski oh that's pretty sick take they, it follow, easy, they, they follow the skier I mean, going down i won't take it easy thank you um, they they follow the skier going down the, the hill. It's pretty electric. It's electric. Have you seen those drones in Ukraine? They're following grenades down on uh, Russian. Really? This I didn't think we were the going. <laughs> so the only Russian thing I thought we was going to get included in this was when I asked Mitch about uh, Moscow mules, and I don't even know if they're called Moscow mules anymore or not Moscow mules. Um, right, white Russians. White Russians. <laughs> There's two drinks that I, that came to mind, and I went the wrong way with it. There's fork in the road, and I went left when I should have gone right. That's all right. Um, speaking of lights, this is the last thing I have from IRL things that Ben experiences in his life. Um, this morning after I got groceries, watched a car run two red lights They and they didn't just run them. They stopped and just went like they treated it like a four way stop. Well, safety, safety first. I don't think you can be that upset. Right. And, and I don't know. You guys seen the new thing. I Apple maps now tells you when there's a traffic camera at an intersection. Somebody's doing the Lord's work over there. So now, now you know, uh, I can run this one. There's no camera. I'm good to go here. Take the seatbelt off. Do whatever you want. 
Do you guys have anything to share from your in, in real life experiences? Not unless you want this uh, more out of hand. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyways, we'll see you all again on this next episode. Um, I just, I don't know what I'm, I'm losing it at this point. Uh, I'm a little rusty. I think we all were, but we all came back really good. I think we've all oh. been, yeah, I should speak for myself, right? I thought two thirds of us were fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll let the we'll let the shareholders decide which two of the three you're speaking of. Perfect. Uh, it's great to be back with the shareholders. It's great back to be back on these airwaves. Um, and it's great to be talking Lions. It's exciting. Uh, the offseason when you get a growing franchise. So we'll be back when whenever the big splashes happen. Uh, um, in a week, two weeks, three weeks maybe. And then we'll be back once before um, the draft previewing the draft and that'll be live on the draft night if you don't catch us live on the live stream we'll have it fully recorded and that'll go up as a podcast so if you you don't want to catch us on draft night if you don't have the ability um it'll be recorded as well so then after that we'll uh we'll recap and we'll be in the off season and we'll be talking training camp and we'll be back to it in august for uh, the preseason so very cool very cool on that note i don't know i don't know how i usually close the show what is it uh uh, go Lions! Yeah. Thanks for joining us. That sounded like an injured kid. Man, oh man, I've been holding the whiz for a long time. Oh, a whiz Khalifa? You, you left to pee, bastard. Yeah, I'm just gonna rock my pants off. Oh. Yeah, that went a little long, but I thought, you know, we were having a good discussion. Yeah, I thought we were good. We tailed off at the end, but other than that, we got that kept it nice and clean. That's about par for the course. Yeah. <laughs>